You're listening to the Karma Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Karma Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Wepa, what up, me hentes? Your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Karma Crusaders Podcast. And today... Indie greatness is going to be coming at us. We're going to be talking to an amazing independent creator. He's a writer, creator. He's got this dope book out right now on Kickstarter. We're going to make it rain on called The Edge. Let me introduce to you the one, the only, El Senor Marvin Wynn. What up, brother? How are you doing? <laughs> I felt like I was coming down to the ring with my interest music. I need some interest music. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah we got to get something, bro. Right? We're getting pumped up. Yeah, there we go. So, okay, bro, thank you so much for joining me today to talk about the greatness of the Edge, the Edge, and, you know, that whole Edgeverse universe that you got yes. going on. Some fire stuff. Uh, I, I had the honor of, of reading that little 15-page preview, folks, that, you know, just about anyone could read if you just go ahead and follow Old Things The Edge right there in that link tree at the Edge comic. Check it out. You get that exclusive look too. 15 pages of this awesome graphic novel that's out now on Kickstarter currently. But we're going to be running through that bad boy. Don't you worry. But before we do that, though, you know how it is. We need to know that origin story, kiddo. So what are the origins of Mr. Marvin Wynn? Like, where do you hail from and what were your first taste of fandom? So I'm out of Pittsburgh, but we've renamed it Comicsburg. That is our, our Comicsburg. Hey. <laughs> so it's a collective of comic book and uh, and other creators that live in the city of Pittsburgh. We do conventions together. We travel together. We do everything together. Okay. So my beginning, my origin story goes back to the 1980s and the little thing called GI Joe. So that's where I first cut my teeth on action and adventure. Uh, G.I. Joe, Spider-Man is Amazing Friend. Was it the cartoon then? Right? Yeah, the, the cartoon. This is before the comic. Before the comic, the cartoon was the cartoon. You know, I have a shelf with, with like, look, look, look. I have an original awesome. Cobra Bat. I got Serpentor back there too, the OG, son. Nice. I got the remake on the Cobra His Tank. I couldn't help it, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still out there. Collecting and getting those things when I see oh, them. Oh, so, yeah, man, right awesome! Yeah, yeah, there you go. Dope. I got snake eyes. Oh, yeah, and that that was always my favorite too. I mean, yeah. I like the, the visor with the multiple, but that one was so right. unique, man. You got the Destro. Well, you gotta have Destro, bro. What? Those are dope, bro. Yep. And I, I got some of the six-inch ones too. So, um, so you know, Spider-Man is amazing. Friends, GI Joe, and I wasn't introduced to comic books until. The G.I. Joe, then they started advertising the comic book during the cartoon. Yeah. So it was like the adventure continues, hits your your uh, newsstand to get G.I. Joe. So Newsstand, they used to yeah. say. Newsstand, <laughs> yeah. And my grandmother, like my grandmother works at a hospital on the other side of town. I called her, I said, Grandma, can you pick up me up some comic books uh, on your way home from work? She goes, Yeah. So she stops in our the local five and dime. It was called Murphy's. All right. uh, in downtown Pittsburgh, and she went no in. No relation to RoboCop, right? No. no. <laughs> well, actually, RoboCop was the uh, some scenes of RoboCop was filmed here in Pittsburgh. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Because Murphy was his yeah. partner. Yeah. <laughs> that the the industrial scenes were actually filmed at a, uh, an old industrial plant here in Pittsburgh. All right, but um, so uh, she spin a rack, pulled a GI Joe. This was GI Joe issue number two. 
Wow, so really? Was my first issue. Yeah. yeah, and that was like the rare one back in the day, yeah. especially if you got the new. Did you have with the new stand barcode? Do you I think so. I don't. I don't remember which one it was, and I don't have the book anymore, so I can't. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, all the moving around and everything. Things things got lost in the sauce. I'll say. Got lost or, or somebody jacked it. Hey, yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody jacked it probably. <laughs> <laughs> so reading GI Joe, and you see the ads. Uh, for the other books. So then you go back to the spinner rack and you're looking you're like, oh, look, Captain America. This looks like a good book. I uh, don't remember which Captain... I know I know it was 75 cents the book cost. I don't remember which exactly which one, one it was for Captain America. Had to be the Gruen War era. Had to be. Yeah. So you go from Captain America to Avengers. So you read Avengers and then you get introduced to the big dogs, the X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> so then you're diving into these. I love books. how you said that. The big yeah. dogs. They were the big I dogs. I the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. like the Avengers. The Avengers were the big dogs in the universe, but the X Men were the big dogs overall with with the, the characters, fans, the stories, the stories. Like this oh, is yeah. like coming into the Claremont era, and you're like, man, this Ooh. is so good. And it's that long form storytelling that I love so much, where something had happened. 10 years ago, pops up again, and you're like, holy crap, I remember when that happened. So going into the X-Men, then you had the Jim Lee era of X-Men. Yep. Then you had your young blood. You had uh, 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 Silvestri. You had Rob LaFell. You had um, all these, these guys coming into the fold, and then Image. Then Image happened, and you're like, I'm sitting there, and, you, and, I, and this is bef- way before... I knew about like independent comics. Okay. Uh, outside of Marvel and DC, it was always Marvel to see. It was always Avengers, X Men, Green Lantern, Justice League, Superman, Batman. Boom. And they yeah. introduced to a whole new world when Image started. You're like, man, this is good. And then and off of that, then you discover Dark Horse and 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 all these other um, uh, companies you didn't know existed. So you're just cutting your teeth on all this brand new stuff that's coming out. You had Dark Horse with Comics Greatest World that came out of nowhere. Oh yeah, yo man, the first yeah. the first is alone had the first always uh Black Cross and Concrete. Yeah, yeah. So you had so you had this big entire world where you could like, man, if these guys can do it, well, let me try my hand at it. So I started writing. How old were you then? I uh, I just graduated from high school, so eighteen, okay. nineteen. All right. Um, and you you realize that I, as I was writing it that, it that it wasn't good at all. It was terrible. And I will tell everybody who wants to listen that writing comics after reading comics is not anything that's ever going to help you. You have to expand <laughs> out. So the the one thing that as I was growing up, but my 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 granddad always put a book in my hand since I was six years old reading nice. books. And he he was one of those those people who wouldn't allow you to not know something. So if we were ever talking and something came up in a movie or TV, we didn't know what it was. He would say, "Get in here, get the dictionary. We're going to look it up. We're going to find out what that word means. We're going to find out what this thing that you're talking about that you don't know what you're talking about means. So then you have context on these things that you're talking about, and we don't look foolish. Yeah, so like uh, wonderful." And, yeah, and my granddaughter was a poet, so he's what got me into wanting to be a writer. But like I said, that it wasn't good. I admit it. And it's one of those things that I want to I'm gonna show one day as we go along this journey, my old scripts and just show how bad they were and these goofy characters I created. So I took a break, um, took some classes, creative writing, marketing, things like that, and came back in. All right. But it wasn't until I met uh, our the artist on the book, Mark Louis of Mkukiat, 
and I'm just going to call him Mark B from now on because I'm not pronouncing his name more than once, <laughs> um, that we got to this point where it all made sense and it all came together, and his pencils and his inks just just bought the whole entire world to life. And then we have Luis doing the colors. We have Stephen doing We have different colorists. Then we have James doing the letters. So it's a, it's a group effort to put this thing together that takes six months to a year to do one issue. So you want to make sure that it's perfect. And it's, it, it goes through so many back and forth hands um, before it's right. And you have to, you have to cross those T's, dot those I's. You have to look at every little small little thing to make sure things work and they make sense. Like, like there was one panel that we were doing where uh, I forgot a, uh, a balloon. Okay. And the, one character is talking to another character, and he's asking him something. And it comes to the point where you're like, how did he know he was there? He didn't say anything. And I'm like, holy crap, I missed the balloon, so we had to go back and fix that page. Oh, wow. Because I, there was a balloon missed, and it, it just it just didn't flow. And, I mean, it just, and it just goes on from there, and you're just you're testing the waters all the time on what makes sense, what's going to work, to make sure that people are entertained and they want to keep coming back. What was that learning curve like for you, though? You, you're stepping into this freshman of the game to build a team and, and build something around your product. I mean, how did you do that? And how did it's, you figure it out? It's a massive learning curve because you don't really know what's going to work or not. And until you have those pencils on that page, until that book is completely done, you really don't know. Uh, it, it, it sounds good in the script, but there will be some times where I'll hand a script to Mark and – Sometimes he'll change a panel. Sometimes he'll do this. Sometimes he'll do that. And then I, he has to send it back. I have to re- change the script because the balloons won't fit anymore or um, it goes off into a direction I wasn't expecting. I'm like, oh, let's do this instead. So I have to rewrite the script again to make sure things fix. And then when it goes to colors, we have to come back again, make sure the lighting is right, make sure that it's focused on the right person in that panel. Then yeah. when it goes to letters, it has to come back again to make sure that it makes sense and there's no spelling errors and that everything is in perspective on the page to make sure that it it flows when someone's reading it because if there's a break like i've seen books where you know we all we we read left from right where the person you're taking the person from left to right and then down and then back to the right and then back to left possibly where like a character leaves the panel on the right but then comes from the other side on the right again i'm like you can't do that Oh, if you're wow. going in, one, in this direction, you have to come back in the other direction. So it's 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 work, and it's just to make sure that it makes sense. And when someone's reading it, they're not like, I don't know how to read this, and they just put the book down like I'm done. Yeah. Let me ask though, because you know, here we go again into the creation. But I want to know when, while you were growing up and being a fan of this, you know, and, and your family obviously was involved, but. Did you ever find a tribe of like-minded kids growing up that you were chilling with at the comic shop, or was it kind of a, a solo lone wolf thing for you? Oh, no, we, we, we had a group of people. Like, we would go – so our, our thing was uh, on new on new comic day, when we finally discovered a comic shop. I didn't know there were comic shops. Oh, you did? <laughs> there's, like, there's like six of them in, in the city. I didn't know anything about it. Oh, damn, was, really? Yeah. yeah. For a small Pittsburgh is we got a lot of we have a huge comic presence. In, in How did you feel when you find out six? You're like, damn yeah. it, <laughs> right? Why are you hiding from this from me, mom? Yeah, exactly. Dad, damn. <laughs> so, uh, so we we would go to the arcade, we would play Ninja Turtles. Was was the big thing then? Dropping quarters and yeah. shit. Yeah, Back yeah. in the day, for five dollars worth of quarters into the into the machine. 
we would we, we hit up our, our, our Giro place, Mike and Tony's, and get it and get Giro's. And then we would go to the comic shop. So there was like four or five of us. That, we that did, sounds like such a great it. afternoon, bro. <laughs> yes, yes. So we, we would we would hook up and we would do this after school. We take the bus downtown and, and hit up the comic shop and and it just it just came a thing. But then I was the only one that stuck with stay with it. Everybody else went off and did, did other things. But I mean, it's it's those things where you find something that that powers you forward. And you want to stick with it and, and see how it, where it's going to go. Yeah. And you see, like, the fruits of your labor on those kind of things later in life. And you realize that, man, if I had gone in that direction, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. Mm. Look at that. Look at that. Folks, we're talking about him going in all these directions and whatnot. Let me pull up Sans to the screen because he got this dope Kickstarter, right? He's building this team to do this type of work right here, all right? So check it out. I'm going to bring it up right now. The Edge. Check out the that, – let me put us in the better. You don't want to see our big heads on the side. There we go. All right, so check it out, folks. So we got like our our family is very creative. Um, so that's, that's a wonderful thing. Bro. Yeah, that's just that's putting all the pieces together in the, in the one. Yeah, let me tell you, I already just because of that intro. Wh- when's the show coming, <laughs> 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 bro? That is so fire though. It's fun. Who wrote the song? Was it you? Was uh, it, she who, did. She hey, Cuzzo. Is she mm-hmm. a comic fan too? Well, she's a, she's a fan of me. <laughs> hey, there you go, there we go. I saw she supports Cuzzo. Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> so look at this, folks. This baby looking for thirty five hundred. We're at twenty two sixty three. Fifty nine backers. Thirty one days to go. Excuse me. You're gonna see. This is gonna get funded in no time. With the amount of time, so please let us know what is the edge. So I mean I I won't I won't I won't read what's on the screen because people can yeah, read. Yeah, I'm going to remove that. So yeah, I'm going to I'll give my inter my inter- So what it is 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 this drug um, that grants special abilities, but at the, either the cost of your life or your sanity. So we've got oh. our. Can they tell you that up front? No. 
Only, <laughs> of course they don't. Only, only two people we know of know, know that this is going on. This is this is what the what the possibility is. Okay. So Revenant is one, and I'm not going to tell you who the other one is. So Revenant is our protagonist slash antagonist for the first four issues. So he's a former government assassin. Uh, his ability is from a single drop of blood, he can duplicate himself. Oh shit! So really? Once he's in the so field, he's immortal. I will kind say of, no? immortal, but uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we're going to play around with like so stuff. Like one of the things is the first person that someone I talked to about this when I was talking about his ability said say when he's reading the book, he said he got a new appreciation for the X Men character multiple, multiple man. Oh yeah, the way that we use these duplicates as he is using them as shields as cover as things like that. But the one thing that we haven't played with yet, and we're probably going to do, is what if one of the uh, Dukes is like, "No, man, I'm not not jumping from that bullet for you." Right? I'm hey, bro, I, <laughs> I want to live, bro. I, I want yeah. I, I, I want to be with your lady while you're out here fighting because yeah. <laughs> right? we're clones, we're one and the same, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. So uh, he goes rogue into the world, and his former handler Tartable forms a strike team to go after him. So there's not a lot of who the bad guy, who the good guy is. It's that gray area because now it's about survival. So they have to go and either they're either going to eliminate this guy, but they really want to bring him in because they still mm-hmm. want some of that, some of the what's going on with the edge. So the team doesn't know they've been dosed. So they're using they don't even power. know they have to send them. No, they're using oh, these powers no. that they can't control. Like it's not. I don't consider the powers to be a muscle memory. So, so where powers. do they assume the powers come from? Then you messed they were, with they me. Just felt, they just said they were born with them. Oh snap! So, oh, yeah. oh wait, wait a minute. Now you're messing with me more. So you're telling yeah. me they've been experimenting on these poor people since they were children? Yes. Whoa. Yeah, and they don't know. Whoa. The parents don't know. So this is like the two Michelle with superpowers. <laughs> yeah, somewhat like that. Yeah. So I mean, it. We we we're going to reveal uh, later on in the book how what it all started, it? and. So our one character, Interim, and you saw her in mm-hmm. the last page of, of the preview. Her yeah. ability is to create portals that not only she can she can see a few seconds into the future, but they can people can walk through them for transportation. But and they'll land in that future time. No, no. So she can see into the so she can she use the portals. See. Yeah, but, see, but if yeah. you go through it, it's in real time. It's real time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So she's been opening these portals since she was, I think, seven. Okay. And all of them are closed. So what what ends up happening is where she's she's from Brazil. So where she lives, it's twelve hours ahead of the, of the other rest of the area around where where she lives at. So you're walking along, you cross a, like a, a border, and it's nighttime. If it's, it's like it's twelve now, it's midnight. So all of a sudden, you just cross the street, and it's like, yeah. what the hell, <laughs> bro? I'll get freaked out so quick. I right. ain't staying there. Right. So it, her powers are kind of messing with the time little time space continuum a little bit. Oh, that's cool though. Almost on that Scarlet Witch level where she was controlling, but this is actually right. controlling time itself. Right. Oh, dope, 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 dope. So that's just one of the little minuses on these abilities because they don't. She she can't close them anymore. So they're they're they become too powerful for her to close to actually close the portals down. Gotcha. And look at this cover, folks. Holy shit! So can you introduce the cast of characters that are on sure. this particular page? So from the top. Going this guy? to the left to the right, that's Mystic. Okay. Then this um, guy? That's Bolt, Randa, Interim, Him, Blaine, 
and shipped. Ooh. And this is a gorgeous cover. I, I, I love when you when people do this kind of framing around the heads. Mm-hmm. It's it's so old school. Like I could see this on on the corner box of your comic right. book. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. That's Queen. It's beautiful, bro. Yep. Gorgeous. I mean, and then look at the art. So again, um, for you to find who you wanted in mm-hmm. your vision for this, was it a, a long? term process for you to yes. find the right person? Yes. And what, what's the long term for you? What was it? Uh, years. Damn, really? Yeah, Mark, was, Mark was not the first The first person that drew was uh, started on this book. Okay. And it was actually the artist before him that started the book, and he just he ghosted. And I almost quit right then. Oh my then god! I was, I was online, and I was and I was looking around. I wasn't really looking for an artist, and I and yeah. I found Mark's art, and I was like, let me contact him and, and see what he says. And he he was into it, and this is we've been working together since 2007. You found a partner that's not gonna ghost your yeah, ass. Yeah. Thank God. Why do people do that? Again, like you don't fuck with people's dreams, yo. Yeah. You know, be at least big enough to say, "This is too much for me." I'm yeah. Sorry. And right. you know, that way they could go on their way. You know, right. thank God you didn't give up. You know, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what propelled you not to give up? To be honest, I mean, it finding Mark. That, was, that it. was it. That's it. I mean, I was, I like I said, I was, I wasn't really even looking, and I just. What I, was your mindset though when you felt ghosted? Because again, this is an experience that a lot of indie creators go through. Because again, this is the Marvel DC. It's not that they mm-hmm. locked on the contracts and shit, you know. Right. Um. So how how did you how did you feel first of all when it first happened, and how did you really you know what 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 steps did you take to try to make contact? Mm-hmm. And then obviously you you healed with, with homie here, wonderful. Right. You know th- this was the plan all along apparently. Right. But how did you handle it as, as an independent creator? Uh, I mean, you just like you keep tr- you keep tr- reaching out to the person. You know, you're sending emails, uh, you're messaging them on social media and things like that. And the page where you met him at, and you and after like a couple weeks, you're just like, okay, well, I guess he's not interested anymore. So do do I move on or do I just give up? And like I said, that I was in give up mode. I was like, all right, so I guess this isn't going to happen. So let me just uh, wrap things up and just say it's a, it's a done deal. So how, what was that space of time between that moment that you wanted to give up and you finding homie? Uh, It's about six, six months to. Wow. So you have, you, you did give up then for X amount of time. Wow. Wow. Wow, bro. I mean, kudos on you for, for beating that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, we are our own worst enemies as creators right. sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, just kudos on you for, you know, besides Mark, there must have been more that, 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 that made you say, okay, I still believe in this. So what yes. was it, yo, other than Mark? There had to be more, but I'm trying to pull it well, out. I, mean, it, because- it, I, think, I think that was the, the, the new fire in me okay. that said that, man, this is, this is good. And then we were we were able to get find a, a publisher for the book too. Well, uh, also, but then, nice. but then that 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 turned this way. So, <laughs> uh, okay. it, it's like I say is that I, I don't want, I don't want to give away all the good all the good juicy stuff up front because we want to we want to do this on that on the on the show that I was talking about. We were, hey, we were, you got a show coming, yeah, yeah. Drive into that stuff and just give that people to say that I got knocked on my ass continuously with this book continuously. Where I felt, oh, we're going, we're, we're this is finally going to happen. We're going to get this done, and then boom, knocked on my ass. So you get up, dust yourself off, you try again, and again another hit. 
you like and the, the like Tyson is hitting you every right? time, right? <laughs> like you just get knocked upside the head, and you're like, yeah, I should just go down and just and just and just lay down and don't get up. No, but bro, you gotta one, fight a spirit, kiddo. Right, but the, the always the constant and the whole thing was always been Mark. And like I said, That's if it wasn't for him, I would have just I would have thrown the towel. Like so he, salute to Mark for for yeah. elevating your spirit, bro. Yeah. That's awesome. He, he's the one that keeps the, keeps the energy flowing. Like it's it's like some. I mean, even now sometimes I'll get down on things, and I'll get some new art from him, or he'll, he'll send me a, a email saying, "Hey, what's going on?" Or even I'll get some praise from a from a store a retailer where they're saying, "Man, nice. this is, like this is a really great book. I'm really great glad you reached out to me, and I shared that with Mark. And we just we just enjoy that and say that, or I'll get an email from a customer or a fan, or like, man, I I can't believe how how good this book is and i'm really glad i found it so man it's just it's just all those pieces coming together yeah. but but having a, a someone that you can count on is, is the one, one of the most important things it's a key i understand that as, as a creator myself just you know I, you could get all the love and support from from people within the community but sometimes mm-hmm. you need that from someone you call friend or, yeah. or you know or, or, or your spouse whomever it is you need you need that yes you know which is important. So, folks, again, it's okay. I love talking about things like this, too, because that's part of mental health issues, too, because as creators, we deal with that, too. Right. You know what I mean? But, I mean, looking at this, all the, the only mental health that causes me, like, shit, where can I f- buy this cover? <laughs> Yo, this is fire! Yo, bro, so, this, what this is this? Thing. So, this is uh, Blaine versus Revenant. So, you see, Revenant oh. is a blade head. He likes, he likes sharp knives. He likes sharp pointy things. So like his, Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> so he is, he actually named I'm his Puerto knife. Rican, folks is okay. <laughs> he, he names his knife. His, his knife is called Mister Idiom. Oh shit! And he talks to his knife, and he and he there's there's one. So we're actually doing a one shot with with the character, and he's sharpening oh, no. his knife, and he's saying Mister Idiom wants to taste blood, but he's the sharp. It's not sharp enough. It's not sharp enough. This dude is nuts. He's out of his mind. Do you and, ever put the the, the knife in, 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 in kind of animated like talking back to him? Uh, we're we're that that's going to come up, <laughs> bro. Because if, if if a knife talks to to to, to my ass, bro, that's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a beautiful cover. Is this holographic as well? Uh, yeah, prismatic. So this oh, this cool. happened because oh, the printer I'm working with. Uh, I was asking him, "Is there any kind of special covers you could do?" And he's like, "Yeah, I can do this prismatic cover." So Ooh. when I told Mark put as much fire on there as it went, and then it went to Luis for a color. I said, make this look like it's on fire. Because yeah, I'm yeah. going to send this out for, for uh, to get it uh, a special cover, and let's see how it turns out. And that thing looks beautiful in sunlight. It's like, gorgeous. You it's really bro. hard to tell from there, but I put it in the I sunlight. Can tell. Yeah. I mean, I have a beautiful screen here, so yeah. it's like I'm seeing this shit in motherfucking 4K. So this is like, whoa. Dude, this is I, I I want this in my life. We're gonna find out how we could get that. And then look at this banner image of, of the family. So is, are these the un, the antagonists versus the protagonists in yes. this scene? So you've got yes. Revenant, and then on the on the right on the right side you've on got this side Chaos. over here. Yeah, so that's Chaos with the green. So right his team is called yeah his team is called the Rain. So our next chapter of the book is called the Rain of Chaos. Oh, villainous book. Yeah. Love yeah. it. I'm all about villains, my brother. Hey, look at this, yo. Woo! What a gorgeous cover, bro. So that one's the add-on. What's going on here, bro? What's so going on? So that's our that's uh the cover by Neto Diaz. 
And that's uh, just Blaine and Revenant going at it again and again. That I don't do game Neto. Yeah. Yo, Neto's a boss, bro. Yeah. I've seen a lot of his art. Yeah. Yeah, we've got we've got two covers from Neto on the, on air. Yo, look how boss this cover looks though. That shit is sick, bro. Sick. So sick. So look at this. This, this is so in the, in the, the trade paperback. There's going to be a preview of three different one shots. Okay. Rush, Revenant, and then Angel Wing. So Rush is a story set in Pittsburgh, where a vial of the edge is. You mean Comicsburg? Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> set here in Comicsburg, <laughs> where a vial of the edge is out in the open. So it's being auctioned cool. off. So all these all these nefarious elements come to the city, and they're all trying to get their hands on that vial. So this is actually this is actually something that's been in the planning stages okay. forever. So um, we teamed up with some other indie creators. So you see on the cover there, we've got uh, Sniper and Brook. That's a book by um, John Mytek. It's published okay. through Silverline. Uh, we've got uh, The Avenger. That's another film by Matt Spatola. And right. then all the other characters are new characters created by uh, Mark and myself. Yeah. But let me tell you, I'm I'm loving that middle cover right now. I mean, a villain taking a selfie of him murdering someone. I mean, yeah. mother effer, yo. Yeah, so, you villainous bastard. I love it. So, so but, that, but this only happened because people love Revenant so much. I can't. I don't know why. Like, he's a jerk. Why? Because we love sickos. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this story is he's like he's like narrating his own story. So this is all him, and example on this page, he's talking yeah. in this. Yeah, this him. Okay. No, no, in this one. So if you go go back up to the um the, the triple cover there. So in the Revenant story, he's narrating that story himself. Okay. Right, and he's lying about things. So one of his clones is there with him. He's like, "Dude, what are you talking about? That never happened. Why are you just making up stuff?" And he goes, "I don't care. It sounds good." So then, you know what then, would happen to my clone if they try to check me like that on live air? So then, our the next one is called. It's a story called Angel Wing, where there is a it's a they're a former paratrooper team that are on the fence. So they're all injured. Oh, okay. They all have they all have robotic parts now. So they're going into a hostile territory because there's they found WMDs that turn out to be people. So it's, it's people who are in the last stages of the edge, and they're about to die. So their powers are all out of control. Whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. So, oh, wait, you fucking with me, Marvin. Yeah. You're killing me. I love your concept. So mm -hmm. at the end of the day, while they are blessed with supernatural abilities, if you yeah. will, um, that could be not just the death of them, but the death of us all. Yeah. Whoa. Where the hell did you think of this sickness, Marvin? Where's your brain at? My God, I love your sickness. Talk so it, there's one of the characters who she has a power like Kitty Pratt, where she can phase through things. Yeah. So she's using her power. She's phasing through, and her powers turn off, and her foot gets stuck in the wall. Oh, shit. So they have to amp amputate her foot. Oh, damn. So messed up. <laughs> I love it. I mean, you know what, though? That is a real possibility. What is yeah. this power to stop? And Kitty, for example, imagine her going halfway through a wall and that shit to stop because she needed to breathe. Yep. Think about that. I mean, wow. I mean, it would be a very messed up scenario. Mm -hmm. A body's going to get split. It's not going to be part of the wall. It's going to get split. Right. <laughs> Bro, my, my imagination is not running wild, Marvin. I'm a dangerous man with imagination. And then look at this opening page.
Uh, you're you're telling you're telling off. Is your is your mic? You hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. You're good. That's weird. All right, but then look at this beautiful page right here. Look at this. Look, look at the snow just in itself. Whoa. Yeah, they. I love every, detail. Right. Every time I show somebody that page, you're like, I can see you were influenced by GI Joe. Yeah, second issue. Yeah. <laughs> this is total second issue cover, as a matter yeah. of fact. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. But gorgeous. Um, here we go. Look at that line work. Look at the lettering, placement, everything. And you know what? I really love the panels. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you go one, two, then this is kind of over the second. Then right. you go over here, but it's not a traditional panel in, it, right. in its shape. I mean, yo, talk about the design and that panel right. work. I mean, is that with intent? Yeah, well, I mean, this this is this is uh, the genius of Mark. What I was saying is that I hand him this stuff, and some of the stuff that he comes up with, I didn't wasn't thinking. Of. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, like I said, that it's it's a team effort on this stuff. It's not just He's me all saying in. do this, do this, do that. He just he just comes up with stuff. Like I wouldn't think to make a floating panel there. Just just show that we're we're showing you what's happening outside. Like we're showing the audience what the people inside can't see. Gotcha. How gorgeous. Look at this, folks. And there goes the big oh, oh cause I read this I'm like, holy shit, homie yeah. just fucking barges in. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, this is trouble because his line is like, yo, y'all about to get slayed, son. It's like, well yeah. popping, son. I love so it. This, this is what I was talking about before where I missed that, that balloon. So you see he's like, How does he know he's there? I'm like I left that there ah, on purpose. I left okay. that there on purpose. <laughs> gotcha. And then look, so who is Revenant though? Like, do you have what? What's what's the synopsis for the character when it comes to like nationality and all that? Right. So I mean, he's he's just the normal. Like he, I would say that when we were thinking about this character, he was he's a tracker. So he's got a little bit of Native American, little little Caucasian, little just all natural American kind of guy. Okay. Um, because he's in that position where he feels like with them dosing him with this edge, he's lost everything. So we go into that in a little bit more in, in his uh, one shot so he, talking about, you said that we, they don't know this. So obviously the Revenant knows. He, he knows. So yeah. he finds out at one point, yes. is there a prequel for us to find out or is that within this story? It, it'll be within the story. So it'll, it'll be shown somewhat in his one shot, how he found out and what, so it, his one shot kind of leads into what's happening in um in the first issue. Gotcha. And I want yep. people to start pledging, yo. Let's start right. pledging, folks, to this wonderful project. So you're you're, you're telling you're telling off again. How could? Why does that keep moving, yo, bro? I think I have a ghost here. <laughs> my mic moved twice. Like the button. Yeah. No, seriously. You're haunted, but watch out. Yo, but we're talking about the Revenant. I think that mother effer is here. <laughs> he's got I'm, it. He's I'm scared, he's sticking, bro. He's sticking it with his knife. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm starting to get scared. Yeah, I, I could play with a knife, but it's not next to me. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about these awesome pledges right now. So, I mean, for $10, you could pledge without a reward. You know, a dollar is a tip jar. But starting at 14 beans, yo, you could get this edge issue, the prismatic cover, you start off at 14 with a physical copy, right? Yes. 
beautiful. Beautiful. And you intend uh, for this to be in people's hands by October or before. So the, the good news is that the, book, the books are done. Like, all you have to do is be printed. I've got – so we, we've already done 18 issues of this book, mm. 18 issues in the can. Uh, they're all ready to go. They what, my ready. brother? Yeah. So like I said, we've, been, we've been working on this for a while. So my brother, <laughs> wait a minute. You just blew my effing mind. Hold yeah. sh- First, salute to you for being so far ahead. So this first uh, trade paperback that we're looking at here, mm-hmm. uh, how many issues does that cover? That's four issues and then the, th- the oh, three so- one shots. Oh my God! So is is it always is it always gonna be like that since you're yes. far ahead? Oh my! Yep. So Bro. I mean, I could actually I could actually turn out the the volume two trade tomorrow. It's done. I could what? Turn it in. Yeah, we've got we've got three volumes done already. Yeah, that's that that's how you run Kickstarters and crowdfunding, folks. You hear this, yo, Marvin? I mean, I salute the shit out of you mm-hmm. right now. Because there's so many creators that are not this far ahead. Like, yo, you could do a campaign tomorrow, get it done in one yep. day. Here we go. Get your book. Wow, man. I am uber impressed by that mm-hmm. tenacity and, and that forwardness of you just getting it done ahead of time. Dude, that's great. Folks, now you know, if you back this, you definitely get in your stuff like, yeah. really quickly. You're not waiting I mean, like I- me for 10 years. Or 15 years, however long I've been waiting for Rob Lightfield to send me Brigade number one. Rob, <laughs> I'm still waiting. I refuse right. my money because this shit must be worth his weight in gold. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. I'm stubborn. <laughs> I'm stubborn by nature. So I was like, no, I'm going to wait. So oh my I, God. I only put October there for, for cushion just think, because, okay. you know, with uh, the paper shortages and all that stuff, just in case that anything goes haywire, I've got, I've got a little bit of cushion before I, I ship it. Bro. Are you fucking with me here? Are you telling me that I could have a nice cup of coffee as I, oh, yeah. as I read this book? Yeah. So, I mean, I've got the coffee's in, right here in this box. I already got wait, it. Wait, wait. Show me. Show me this. Here show me this coffee. Oh, dope. Get out of here, bro. That coffee will put you on the edge, apparently. Yep. Straight to, it'll take you straight to the edge. Oh, my God, bro. And can we also buy that on the website via that nice link tree? Uh yeah, they'll be, so after so I, I've got enough for the Kickstarter, and we're actually planning on maybe doing some some other ones. But I mean, I'll, I'll, it'll be up on the website when the Kickstarter ends. Bro, I'm a coffee fanatic, so I need to know how strong that shit is. You know <laughs> what? A, I would take a picture. I would take a picture of me brewing that and then reading the book, and then then you can see a wide Al Mega looking like Kramer with his hair all up. Like, oh shit, I got frazzled after this book. It's amazing. So, oh, that's dope. I love it. So here we could get physical. Oh, wait a minute. So not just trade paperback, where we could get individual floppies too. Yes. Oh my God, bro! What a you, you know he's a comic fan, folks. <laughs> you know he's a kind of a guy. So he's gonna give us even four individual issues. You know, with the with the MOV titles. MOV. There we go. That's how you gotta do him now. MOV. That's it. Yeah. Like Biggie, he's just MOV. <laughs> the Biggie of comics are right. Yeah. That, yeah, what do you mean here though? Because here we're getting one through four and a bonus. What's that bonus? What are we talking about? So that, is that, that cover be I that, said before? Yeah, that, yeah, that prismatic cover will come with that. Oh, dope, dope, dope. And then for twenty eight, we get a trade paperback and a oh shit, bro, you're the first one ever on this podcast 
tell me you got a sticker sheet. I've had cards yep. before, yep. but a sticker sheet? Where? Yeah, it's the picture. There's, 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 so there's two sticker sheets. So let's go. Let's. Where is that? Oh, right and there. Another, Look at there's, that. There's another one down uh, below. Oh. One more. One more. Keep minute, going. Go. Keep going. I'm gonna keep going. Oh shit. Oh my god. We're gonna have to talk about this because that looks so fucking dope. All right. Wait a minute. <laughs> So the sticker sheet's part of the business. Oh, look at that. Very nice idea, bro. Mm -hmm. I have not seen this, really. So, so I mean, we're, like, this is uh, my first time doing this. I'm just like, all right, so let's just, what can we do? To, That's so much fun. Awesome, yeah. All over my laptop, bro, for real. I need those. Look at that. That's fire. And look, look at right there, though. $49, folks, you get that. You get some singles. Right for sixty, you get the tray paperback. You get the regular covers. You get connecting covers. You get a foil cover. You get sticker sheets, and then holy shit, you get cards, folks. Oh snap! They'll talk about the, everybody's doing the cards now, which I mm -hmm. dig because again, you know, I'm one of those old school folks. I, I'm sorry, I'm moving, so I'm like slowly putting away my things. But okay. I, st I still actually have a binder with a couple of empty sheets, you know, for the cards. Yeah. So are these traditionally sized and white cards, white stickers? Uh, no, Why these, these are going to be postcard size. Oh, damn, even yep. bigger. Holy yep. smokes, bro. Do they make sheets for postcard size? Uh, no, so we're, we're just using traditional postcards. You got to start making a sheet, too. They're yep. here. Yeah. You could make so some we, money on that. We, we're, we're going to do trading cards, but the artwork we had didn't fit this card. So I actually uh, printed up the cards before. But it's like the art is too small. You can't see the low, the um the website address on there is too small. Oh, I I see, I see. Yeah. So we had uh, we had to. I thought about it. I mean, I'll just give these away to. Um, I'll just throw them into the packages. Oh, don't do worry. You're gonna give them away when we start finding out what cons you're gonna be in in yeah. a minute. Don't don't right. tell me yet. Don't tell me yet because we're, we're talking about the team now, right? So here we mm -hmm. got you, you know, uh, creator. Then we got uh, Mark Louis. Oh my God, bro, Mark V. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not even gonna try. No disrespect, homie. I, I do, I do it one, one time on each stream and never again. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but I'm looking at this like I'm not gonna even gonna try. Mark V from the Philippines, <laughs> much love, my brother. James Reed, Luis Antonio Delgado. You know, yo, man, look at that name, King Bola. Where <laughs> How did you find King Bola? And with a name like that, that's an inspire. <laughs> well, his first, his, his real name is Ed, but he goes by King. You can be oh, the king all you want. That's the big homie, Paul. Paul, yo, he is. All right, you, if you don't know Paul, he is the publishing king of ASAP Imagination. Oh. He has his own press. Nice. And, 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 and for indie with amazing talent and opportunity for indie creators awesome. i think that he is able to take care of indie creators better than most companies awesome. for real oh, I mean, then, and that's my homie he's my new best friend now oh yeah yeah paul hit him up man i think we need this on asap bro for real <laughs> um because this is some fire shit yeah for real because it's fun this, and this is what asap is all about asap mm -hmm. imagination you know and, and, and i'm not just saying that because he's one of my fellow crusaders but yeah. um we are just um two entrepreneurs trying to build our brands and uh, if you want to meet somebody with fire <laughs> and passion yeah 
Paul got it, man. And it's awesome. Just like you do. Here you are. You know, shout out to Kevin, too, for connecting us. Kevin from Ink Studios. Um, he's the man. Kevin, mm -hmm. it's been awesome. I hope you're recovering well, my brother. Uh, thank you for connecting me, not just with, with Marvin, but but a whole bunch of folks that you guys are working with. Now, bro, what is this? Oh, my God. What is this? I'm a toy man. You see my shelf. <laughs> you're not sharing your screen anymore. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Oh, oh, you're right. Here we go. Folks, folks, see this. See this? Oh, my God. So, Bro, this, what is this? This came about um, a couple of years ago. Uh, I found a company that was doing uh, polystone figures. And I saw that, and I'm like, man, I just I just got to gotta get into this. And I've got one right here. No, you don't. I, I, it it kind of got broken. But you can just see that it's pretty oh, good. So I've got, uh, you were playing hard in the backyard yeah. with that one. Right. So I've got... I've only got a few left, so I've got uh, six left. Uh, out of a, I had a hundred originally. So that's gorgeous. What tier do I need to be in to get? That? Uh, that's an add one. Because ah. it's only six left. So does it articulate at all? Or uh, no, this one's not articulated. Okay. But but if you want to uh, pop up, if you want to pop over to the link tree in a couple minutes, we got something coming. Awesome. Uh, folks, folks, let me pop up that link tree. You're going to need this in your life. I mean, look how dope that looks. And if he's going to give us an articulated one, uh, I'm dying right now. Don't yeah. you do this to me. I'm trying to move and buy boxes and shit. You're about to make me spend my box budget on the figure right now, bro. What's going on? <laughs> there you go. No, no, Paul. He says, thank you, Paul. Much love. Nah, bro. It's because he is. Again, when we celebrate indie, we got to celebrate it as a whole. And we have indie. See, that's indie supporting indie. How awesome yeah. is that? Yeah. See, this I mean, is what that's, I find that's, special. That's what it's all about. Like, when I, because I started that indie network and I was the one who created that. And I like, I, I created a curated list of every indie, indie friendly story. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I created the I, like it was it was it was two years ago when, during the height of COVID when Diamonds Diamond had shut down. Yeah, and yep, there was yep. this group. They on fucked Facebook. a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was a group on Facebook called Plan C. So all these retailers were in this group, and they were like, "We need product. We need product." So while that was going on, we were shipping them stuff, and I'm just making this list, and I, I gave it to I gave it to everybody for free. I was like, "Here, here's the list. Do oh, your thing. It's yo, got, man, it's got phone numbers, it's got email addresses." I know Rubber Chicken and Friendly Neighborhood Comics is there, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because yo, I mean, when I lived in Massachusetts, when yo, they gave so much love to Indy. I, yeah. I was impressed. I mean, even uh, uh, any random day, they would have an independent artist at their shop mm -hmm. doing signings. I mean, yeah. see, that's the part of LCS, folks, to not just show the big two, mm -hmm. but show those premier and independent yeah. creators like Marvin. You know. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, we've got we've got massive amounts of stores here in Pittsburgh, and I'll say that every store has the bulk except two. So I gotta ask here though. So do you have a retailer package for these books available on the Kickstarter, or is that yeah. something where they should contact you? No, it's it's on there. It's the it's the uh, last the last the last one. The last one. Let's it's go. Eighty dollar one that gives you five of everything. So hold on, I want to find it because you know what though. Um, oh, there it goes. All right, folks, let me show it. Let me show it because I need retailers to get involved because if you guys are talking about you don't got shit, let's get some good shit right now. All right. 
some good stuff. So check it out. For $80, you get five copies of Edge 1, five copies of Edge 2, 3, 4, five copies of, damn, yo, and a sticker sheet. Holy shit, for 80 bucks, yo, dude, that's, I think this is the best deal I've ever seen being offered from a Kickstarter creator for retailers, to be honest. Right. Well, we, I priced it for them because I don't, I don't, don't want to over, oversell it, but they want to make sure that they can get something and then they can, they can be able to flip it to, uh, to their customers. Yo, my folks, please, retailers, listen, you're getting 25 copies, 20 floppies, five trade paperbacks for 80. There's, yo, as a collector, you can even walk into a shop and pull out 25 fucking books for $80. Impossible. Mm-hmm. Salute to you, bro. Kudos, kudos. What an amazing! And look, you even got all guns already. The twenty-one dollar pack, the twenty dollars gone. Because people believe in this amazing product, mm-hmm. bro. So well, the, want- the the second one was so including with that one deal we had. We were we talked it was a streaming new streaming service called Heroes Live TV, and they gave us four yearly uh, subscriptions for the Kickstarter. Oh, what? What? So, bro, I got to know something before we go. Because mm-hmm. you got this awesome project going on now, right? Are you doing any conventions this year where we could get autographed copies and pick this up right from your table? Yeah. So, uh, coming up on June 4th and 5th, I will be at Free Rivers Comic Con here in Pittsburgh. That's that's going to be our big show this year. Is that that's the coming. biggest show in Pittsburgh? Three well, minutes? it's not the biggest show in Pittsburgh. Uh, hopefully, it will become big. Our biggest show here is still City Con. Okay. But Three Rivers, they don't do the celebrities and things like that. They're all nice. about they're comics. All about Yay! Yeah. There's going to be a spy- they, they have like six Spider-Man artists coming to the show. So oh, is Jose Pierre one of them? Because he's one of the greatest cover artists in so. Spider-Man. I think he's on the list. But we're also going to be doing a panel called From Script to Store, which is actually going to be the kickoff to our, our our series where we're going to go through the whole entire gamut of me sitting in the dark, punching myself in the face because I can't get something to work in the store. <laughs> <laughs> so, bro, I, I love that book. I don't know, how, I don't know how many episodes it's going to be, but we're, we're going to make it happen. So I'm also doing, as far as bigger shows, I, I'll be at Terrific Con. Oh, you will in Connecticut? Awesome. Shout out to Mitch. Yeah, I'll be at C2E2. Nice. Chicago. I'll be at Baltimore Con. Fact. And then a few other here and there. Uh, next, I didn't, I was supposed to be at MegaCon this year, but I had to, I had to skip it. But next uh, year, I will, I will be at MegaCon. Oh, man. You mean I could have met you? We could have had yeah. a beer together or, 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 or a Florida slice? I yeah. mean, I, I could bring you a New York style slice from where okay. I'm at. <laughs> That's my favorite kind of pizza. I, I hate I hate uh, cardboard pizza. I like floppy pizza. I just yo, you and me both, but yo, yeah. I I found the uh, wifey introduced me to a Greek spot when we lived in Astoria. Mm-hmm. Made out of, the the bread is semolina, the crust. So when you would yeah. fold it, it would crack. Yeah. Oh my god, so good, so good. <laughs> anyway, bro, last last note here then. As an amazing independent creator that you are, that has mm-hmm. gone through the struggle, but or achieving your goals, you're way ahead of time. I mean, this is about to get funded. What type of advice can you give to any other independent creators trying to come and step into the game, too? Uh, listen to the people who are veterans, for one. And if you get knocked down, pick yourself back up. 
Um, it says that I've gotten knocked on my ass continuously <laughs> over the years trying to get this thing done. And, and it's, 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 I think that you, like, you learn a lot from your failures. And I learned that don't make those mistakes again and then let people know what mistakes not to make. So, like I said, is that everything I'm doing now besides doing a comic is helping other creators to get to where they need to go. So I'm mentoring a bunch of other people right now. And like I said, that that from script to store thing, I'm hoping that that only helps creators, but helps customers and fans to show them the the trials and the, and the tribulations that you go through to do this thing. And that it's not just something you just wake up one day and decide, oh, I'm going to do a comic. And then two days later, it's done. This is a six months to a year process for a single issue. And it's just it's, it's a labor of love and knowing that. You want to make mistakes along the way, and the first thing that you put to paper is not going to be good. So you have to accept that, and you just get better. Practice. Gotcha. Everything is about practice. Even though even though Alan Averson didn't like practice, <laughs> it's all about practice. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I was I'm sorry before I had Hocus Pocus on, which is another inked uh, pub. I didn't mean to put that up. I just noticed at the end, like, oh shit, because I have too many things going on here, folks. <laughs> But for oh, real, yeah. this is the one. Yeah, he's part of your family. Don't you worry, you with the Kevin so, family. Uh, before before we go, you want to pop up that link tree real quick, and I'll show you what's, what's uh, what we got coming next. Oh, oh, hell yeah, yo! Let's show off this page real quick, folks, because yo, his link tree is insane. I thought mine's was nuts. No, no, mine's are not nuts. I mean, I, I actually feel comfortable with homie because like yeah, he does just like I do. Look at this shit. So you if got, you. Where it says Blaine, one eighteenth scale action figure. Click there. Right there. Let's click. And let's go. Uh-oh. Folks. Uh-oh. Are we going to start making it rain? Let me take my wallet. Oh, snap. You got two interchangeable heads, two fists, two open hands, two trigger hands, two holsters, and two self-integrated pulse pistols. Holy shit. Bro. So that, this is this is for pre-order right now. We're going to stop the pre-orders uh, after the Kickstarter ends, and I'm probably going to have to kickstart this. But if, if you go if you go back to the link tree again, I just want to say though, 25 points of articulation. Yeah. Holy smokes, bro! Uh, where is it? There should be a where is it? Should be a video for that. You mean this one? Oh uh, no, that's just that's just my one. Well, I, I think it's on there. Uh, go, go back, go back to the uh, the, the store, the Eswood store. Which one? Okay. So uh, the, yeah. I think that I think the video is in that is in there. I think it might be that that first image there. So go to the blank action figure and click that first box. I'm clicking it. No, it's not there. Oh, I thought no I video. video. No video. But I mean, look at that. And then this one has articulation, folks. Right. And I mean, for 25 points of articulation for 30 bucks, that's actually a fucking major deal. Yeah. Oh, is it? Is it un- where it says show, show more on the right there? Is that it? Uh, let's Oh, Is it this Yeah, here it is. There you go. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Hold yeah. on, folks. Let me stop it to add audio. Because my my stream yard is that funny, I gotta make sure it should just add audio automatically. That's my yeah. opinion. But but you know, hey, let's take a look at this awesome video.
Woo, that's so dope looking. What? Bro. Bro. Yeah, we're, try- we're trying everything. That's all. That figure looks fire. And I even want it in that gray so I could paint them any color I want. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that is fire. And for 30 beans, I yeah. mean, I've, I've bought other figures that have less articulation, mm-hmm. less of a sexy look for a lot more than that price point. Yep. So, I mean, that that's the pre-order price. So, you know, when, it, when, it, when we go to Kickstarter, the price has to go up, unfortunately. Folks, you better get that pre-order. Don't fucking sleep on this. Real talk. Don't sleep. You know, and again, this is where you got to go. Go to that link tree. Hit that click, that link, because that's where you got to go. But, of course, excuse me, you can please support the project most importantly. That's the most important thing ever. Support this project. Let's make sure this project, but this amazing independent uh, creator gets funded as soon as possible. And then we will get all that goodness. We will get volume two, volume three, and volume four since we already got them done. I mean, this is a primary example of someone that's hungry and, and really trying to put their product out there. So just thank you for not making us as fans suffer. First of all, to wait for your product. <laughs> but secondly, of course, for just being awesome and sharing your vision with us, putting your creativity out there to the world. It means a lot to me as a fan when people like you are just not scared to, to yeah. just put yourselves out there. So kudos on you and thank you very much. Oh, you know, I, you. I, I really mean that, that I appreciate the shit out of that. People like you are one of a kind and thank you. Your, thank you again. You rock. So, folks, you know what to do. I'm going to show it one more time. One more time. Go to the link tree for the Edge. The Edge comic on link tree. All right? Link tr.wd slash the Edge comic. All right? Very simple. And please support the project. I showed it off. All right? The link is in the notes, too, right up, right below. All right? On YouTube. So, click that link. Support this amazing project. Let's get it funded. And let's keep going so we can get every single volume of this amazing book. And with that, yo, Marvin, you've been nothing but an amazing guest. Thank you for sharing your journey with me, the creation, the book, the family. I appreciate it. I wish it was success for you. And with that, you know what to do. Come to this podcast, come to crusaders.com, on the covercaves.com, outside the panels, no prize, the final crusade, think indie, Sundercat, so many sloppy spoilers, my God. We have so many shows. Just check them all out. And with that, I'm out of Hasta la próxima, mi gente. Wepa! Woo! Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCaves.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 